0: Welcome to This is Nursing, a podcast about nurses by nurses. Let's get going.
1: Welcome to This is Nursing. It's a podcast about nurses by nurses where we talk with nurses about their work and all the things that makes their job exciting, complex, and unique. I'm Vicki, and I'm here with Tyler, a colleague and a pal. We're a couple of AHS nurses and your host today. Today on the show, we're talking with Ian Chavez, and he's gonna help us understand the importance of the preceptor. Uh, but Before we get there, Tyler, I just wanna know, have you ever been a preceptor? I feel like you must have, like you have been around.
0: I have, and I have been a preceptor, including not that long ago, which was a real thrill to me, seeing as I don't uh, work in the clinical setting anymore. But I, but you know, as things change, I get to be um, provide some preceptorship to students doing kind of these leadership courses, which is really awesome. But I remember being a preceptor when I was uh, working in a more clinical setting, and and it was like one of the most in, important things I just um yeah just um can't say enough about the importance of this this role as a, as a preceptor and it just turned out that I was a fantastic fantastic it. Uh, well but obviously just, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah how about have you ever been a preceptor
1: yeah yeah I have been recently also in a non-clinical role and uh yeah it was a really good time uh Ian and I were actually preceptors together so we're going to talk about that Preceptors in general, like, they, they have this specific job they're supposed to do, and I just thought it'd be kind of a nice little, uh, you know, background bit for me to, to talk about that before we jump into it. I think um, what the preceptor is supposed to do is give a nursing student some attention and kind of support their needs, um, giving them some feedback, you know, and sometimes that's like a little written thing, and sometimes it's just, you know, through your conversation with them. Uh, and helping them make decisions and setting priorities, manage their time and all that sort of thing, which in the nursing world is, it can be really tricky um, to figure out how to prioritize things and how to make, uh, you know, decisions that seem really big. And like, there's a lot weighing on those, on those choices. And so um, that's, you know, there are preceptors in other industries too, but in nursing, that's kind of, um, that's the important role is supporting those nursing students to learn how to be a nurse in their work world uh, so i want to welcome ian and uh thanks for joining us today ian
2: thanks for having me i have to say it was a nice uh nice entry music that was quite the song and, <laughs> uh,
1: glad you liked it
2: and uh, always happy to talk about preceptorship and um yeah again, the importance to to a profession like nursing I think I you know one thing I would say off the bat is that I think it's easy to to sort of compartmentalize you know how we learn in terms of you know things like powerpoints and lunch and learn sessions but really the nature of these types of professions and especially the nursing um, discipline is that a lot of becoming a nurse is through this tacit experience, right? Mm-hmm. And if you are novice, if you are a student, um, I mean, there's what you um, are trying to make sense of doing your homework and your textbook and, and slogging along, right, in terms of, uh, of writing your tests. But uh, we also know that uh, a lot of it is also around uh, not just the experience. I mean, the experience is one thing. But it's also understanding that experience with respect to the nuances, and I think that is really the benefit that you have with perceptorships is, is that you're able to to really validate right the, that yeah. experience, um, and and with someone that you know has a frame in terms of saying, well, this is this is what you know uh, is commonplace. This is you know what you can approve upon. Uh, these are different variations, mm-hmm. um, because I think one of the toughest things is, I think we all know, is you don't know what you don't know, right? So, you know, one of the key aspects of any perceptorship, um, at least functionally, is is being able to, to sort of know you're on the right track uh, yeah. without... Um, falling off the rails per se, right? So.
1: Well, well, tell us what you know, like what is your background? Tell us a little bit and what is your lens that you apply when you're now from this point in your career mm-hmm. to being a preceptor?
2: Sure. So uh, I graduated uh, back in 2003. Um, so, it, you know, it's far enough, but not too far away that I recall even my, um, my experiences in terms of being preceptored. Um And uh, you know, I think uh, common to a lot of student placements. I mean, you recall uh, your uh, you know your med surge placement. I have to say like one of m- the most interesting um, preceptorship uh, experiences I had was actually in, in maternity. Maybe that's a different uh, conversation or a different story, narrative, different pod. Um, but um, uh, and then, you know eventually, uh, started my cl- clinical career in you know, cancer care um, and again it it's uh, again it starts off as preceptorship uh, but really at a certain point preceptorship and this concept of even mentorship are all kind of um, combined together right because at a certain point you're no longer a student and but you're still learning um, similarly in terms of other experienced nurses. So, um, you know, the fortune that I had was I had some really strong preceptors and mentors within the cancer care uh, space um, and uh, really uh, carved out a nice uh, clinical base uh, in cancer care in terms of, I you know, I would always say to people that not only do you get the complex sort of uh, pathophys and, and kind of, um, uh, you know, assessment and, and planning, that you get cancer care but you also get the, the psychomotor or sorry like the emotional spiritual aspects that come with cancer care so really gave mm-hmm. a good grounding and uh, I think from that point um, again um, really did actually seek out some some really active opportunities because I think you know when you enter in the profession you come in with uh, with a whole uh, kind of vision about sort of idealistically where where your career can go and where the profession, Itself can go, <laughs> uh, and I think that translates quite uh, quite neatly into how you want to impart that uh, with and, and share to share that with uh, with other uh, with students you know, or, or or novice learners. Um, so I know that within my clinical career, I mean it wasn't it wasn't um, you know it it was quite soon that you know I graduated that. That I would have uh perceptorship experience as well right I think it was within almost uh, uh, a year of that that uh, I was getting uh, my own students so um, and I think at that point like um, it's it sort of I don't know if, if for you guys but I felt it was sort of second nature like par for the course like, mm-hmm. like you, uh, the profession gives you so much that that's sort of what you would like to give back right because were you ready
1: you're... then did you feel ready at a year You were like, that's a good,
2: yeah, well, that's a good piece. Like, I think the reflection on it is ultimately, um, uh, I think part of the, the piece about, um, having strong preceptorship or mentorship is, is sort of, um, that projector or that trajectory in terms of when, um, you may, I don't know, it's difficult because you're trying to realize at what point did you kind of know that you were a nurse, (laughs) And I think the way that I describe it to folks is uh, often when you are not sure you're a nurse, you'll ask people, when do I become a nurse? Um, <laughs> so I think the point where I just I, I kind of realized I'd made it was the point where I stopped asking people, you know, hey, am I a nurse yet? Because at that point, you kind of just realize it, right? So um, yes, in this case, uh, I think... I think at that point I'd stopped asking people whether I was a nurse, and um, and it was it was probably as as intentional as me reaching out to the educator saying, "Hey, when are we getting students? Like, I'd be happy to take one on, right?" So at least that was my experience. I can't say that's shared across the board, but um, but I think I think there's enough inertia that comes uh, with that that uh, you're you're happy to to part. Now, with that said, I think. I think the different approach or the different techniques that you might use early on your career in terms of preceptorship are kind of different and they evolve as you get more experience. So to your point, Vicky, like, like I've had experience with clinical preceptorship um, um, and enjoyed that quite um, thoroughly. And then there was a stretch where, you know, different roles, I didn't uh, get to do as much pre- preceptorship, but most recently I think the, the latest batch of students that have come through this leadership placement and in, um, in the roles that, that we currently do um, has been also very um, uh, it's been um, uh, you know refreshing right I think if there's anything that I appreciate from this perceptorship experience and I've seen it through different parts of my career is that um, you know there's a there's a mutuality to it right like in some sense you come in at wanting to offer something and you hope to offer something but at the same time you you get these um, you get uh students that will give you insight about your practice and in some cases insights to your practices that you're going like why don't i do that anymore <laughs> at what point did uh did i uh you know get caught up in sort of the the, the narrative around uh doing it something different so um again i think uh, there's this mutuality to it that, uh, that, uh, you know, I hope all preceptors
0: get from their experience. I'm just going to say, just going to totally agree with you on that piece, you know, like, and, you know, having recently gone through the same experience and I thought it was really, you know, giving them something. Um, I'm just going to dazzle them with this really important information that, you know, they very pleasantly would accept and they probably knew already <laughs> anyway, but, um, <laughs> but they're just, so the nursing students now, they, so insightful now and likely forever, right? So insightful and bring new perspectives to you know help you reflect on your own practice. And it's like a total symbiotic type relationship, which I reflect on or recognize more now than you know before. But yeah, there's some students are there.
2: yeah. So if you needed a
0: reason of uh, there are many, that's a really important, one, I think, mm-hmm. is what you it's it's another way to reflect on your own practice and you.
1: So Ian, was there, uh, was there anyone that, like, when you think about your preceptors that you had in your uh, student career that stands out and any sort of, like, um, you know, traits that that person held or uh, just an experience that you reflect on that is really positive?
2: So that's a, that is a good reflective question, because I think at this point, like, I think what, uh, um, because again, time has passed enough that um, I think what amazes me is that um, when I look at kind of the careers of some of where um, my preceptor students are, I mean, they're, they're accomplished professionals they they're colleagues, right, they're contemporaries. Um, and I think, if anything, like, it, there's a lot of pride that comes with seeing, uh, again, where a student has started from and where, where, what their experience has and, and sort of, um, where they are now in terms of being that, um, you know, not just competent, but, you know, these confident providers, right. In terms mm-hmm. of, of the type of care that they, they do. And you can see echoes of what you've, you know, um, provided, but at the same time, you also realize that they are their own providers and, and you recognize, you know, the, um, uh, those characteristics or traits that, that, uh, you know, we're part of the experience that you had with them, right.
0: Mm-hmm. So I don't
2: know if I necessarily have a particular, like, you know, if I can think of a particular student, I just know that anytime I, I sort of come across a, a posting uh, about kind of what a student has done or, or, or hear about the work that a student has done or, or pro- career progression, like, I think this is where you know and this is kind of where i think uh, where perceptors should be okay is like you, you take a little bit of ego with it to say like yeah that's my student that was you know i had oh, sure. a role to play in in their, <laughs> yeah. in their career that. now you don't take the full the full credit but but no. you know you sort of you can you can just say you know that person came from the 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 Ian Chavez tree right or like, <laughs> Or the Tyler Burley tree.
1: <laughs> I love that though. That's so, one of my favorite things is to watch people perform, right? Like they work up to something you can see that they're nervous and they work through that and they prepare. They really put a lot of thought and effort into something. And then they they do whatever it is, you know, but maybe it's a presentation or it's some kind of paper that they've written. And there's a sparkle at the end right that you get to see and it's maybe it has like a smidge to do with the preceptor but it really has to do with that student feeling suddenly that they can do whatever they need to do it's just about refining those um skills
2: yeah so i actually had one student now there's sort of one anecdote i recall that um like she I recall her being a really bright student, but she was a student that um, admitted to me that she just wasn't sure where she fit into the profession because she, where she felt she kind of uh, stood out a bit was she wasn't necessarily into all the procedural stuff. Like she was a a real like nursing model geek, right? (laughs) And, and, you know, well, you know, shared soul here. Like I'm like models, (laughs) like, yeah, let's chat about models. But I think, If anything, um, you know, that discussion, I said to her, like, listen, this career offers you so many avenues that, like, if you want to pursue this model piece, there's nothing to suggest that you can't be a nurse researcher, you can't, you know, um, find an area like, you know, for example, public health, where you look at care in a different lens and, and how models help you with those lenses. Um, that you can find some some sense of purpose some sort of you know, connection around it and mm-hmm. I know she approached me like I think uh, you know a few years later saying like like she loves models she embraces models you know she found a, a niche in, in sort of uh, community public health um, you know she, I know she was toying with the idea of, of research and um, oh that's so awesome yeah I think it's, it's 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 that sort of kind of seeing where things uh, you know, it's like anything, like you're, you're looking at the students and you sort of have, you can make some of these projections about, oh yeah, like this, I could see this person here or there, but you never really know. And, mm-hmm. uh, but you just wish them the best. And when you do here, um, in the ways in which, uh, you've, uh, you've helped them again, you don't want to ever take full credit, but you've kind of, um, whatever parts you've contributed to their, uh, career DNA, you're, you know, you know, you're, you're celebrating,
0: right? Well, that's kind I of should, like. I it. should stop taking full credit then. I mean, I'm taking <laughs> a note of that. I'm going to start that form, stop taking full credit.
1: Continue for taking at least partial credit because yeah. I think that's really the thing is like, there's many, as a preceptor, you wear many hats, right? You're kind of a counselor and you're you're a supporter and a role model. And you're also just giving them a stage to do their thing that they already innately know how to do, but you just, you know, they haven't had the opportunity to really be able to exercise it well. So yeah, take the credit, Tyler. Run with it. <laughs> totally
0: yeah. Totally kidding me. <laughs> I, you know, I've got a question for you know for you as we're we're really pumping the, the the preceptors here. Now, here help us do some myth busting because I don't know if it's necessarily true, but I'm gonna say that it's somewhat true that tip on a unit or in a practice setting, it's typically the same cast and characters who do the take on the preceptoring roles. So to those that don't to avoid it or tend to avoid it or don't think they're ready or don't think that they feel like taking, what do you think that we can do to help demystify, demythify some of the, what, to encourage them to take it on?
2: Right, so that that is actually an interesting um, kind of dilemma for sure, Tyler, that you've outlined in terms of like, there's always on units, uh, like there's, there's often sort of this piece where you wanna to defer to, know, the most expert, right, or the most revered. Uh, And I think, uh, and in some senses, you get um, nurses that, you know, have always preceptored and they've always been seen as the strongest uh, with respect to offering that kind of wisdom and that kind of guidance. Um, But I think what's important to know is they got there, they got there by experience and they got there by, you know, um, trying things out like preceptoring, right? So you you become a preceptor by preceptoring, right? I think, you know, that's probably a lot simpler, but it's kind of each experience you're able to gain more in terms of how you want to become, you know, that mentor, um, that teacher, um, that advocate, that that colleague, that contemporary, and, um, you know, that's part of that growth. So I think, um, I think, you know, part of this is, you know, in some sense, we 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 try to define things in in kind of black and white or concrete terms to say like, oh, you probably shouldn't preceptor after a year, like you should wait x number of years, right? Or you should have you should wait till to do this. But I'm not sure how how easy it is to define that per se. Um, mm-hmm. and, but I think that you know, um, with respect to encouraging, um, encouraging uh, those to, to take on preceptorships. I think you know the, this is a good conversation because I guess the question I would kind of ask back is what kind of like what types of barriers do you think there are around that? like what what are the myths that we're trying to bust? Is it for example, like too much it takes too much time? Um, again, do I need a certain amount of experience? i um, you know, I've definitely
1: heard both of those. Some,
2: yeah. In some cases, it's like, you know, what does this mean in terms of like, I even think that some of it is practicality about what does it mean in terms of my license? And like, like, mm. like, like, do I have to sign off on everything? And, and it's sometimes that those kind of mechanics that we forget about, you know, having done it so long that for a preceptor that's doing it for the first time, like those are some of the, the practical questions, right?
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, I think you're you're absolutely right that those details, um, you know, it's really helpful to have some direction around what it means to be a preceptor and what it means to be a preceptee, a student, um, and what that arrangement is meant to look like. And I, I think that that is, um, a lot of that can be kind of clarified at the beginning of the relationship where you get mm-hmm. to know each other and you Great. establish some of those boundaries and some of the the expectations for the relationship but um I think you're right that there's there's something the organization can do to support preceptors to really understand that role a lot better I know that we have a practice wise coming up in April on uh new the uh, nursing mentorship network and it talks about being a new grad um is that Tyler is that something that you have more information on because I think that's Ian's really um, hit a good point that, that that would be helpful for people to know. And I know that practice-wise is available. You can listen to the recording later if you can't get to it that day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. There was, there was um, one in March around the... I'm going to get the dates mixed up anyway. So there's, there's one around the Mentorship Network. And then in April, as you say, there's going to be one around from a, a, a university instructor from the University of Calgary by named Justin Burkett. And he's going to talk about um, supporting um leadership and the importance of, of self-care and the importance of um understanding you know how to support one another um particularly in these in these kind of moments in our career where that are at risk for being a bit more stressful like transitioning to practice or as you're finishing your education and particularly in a, in a COVID-19 pandemic where you might where your education experience might be disrupted or uncertain or be switched to virtual for part, you know, and to help provide some suggestions on how to best make people feel the best that they can feel in order to so that they give them the best opportunity to thrive. That's, that's hopefully what the what the practice wise is going to be to help shed some light on. So do check that out on um, on 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 um, I'm just thinking where they can access that on Insight in, in the PracticeWise archives if you aren't able to make it to that Practice Wise, but yeah.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Tyler. I'll definitely tune in for that. And uh, I want to thank Ian for joining us today. Thanks so much, Ian. It's always fun to chat with you and to talk about preceptorship, which is such an important topic.
2: Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Like it's, like I said, it's. Uh, I think it's uh, a an important sort of... Um, ecology right in terms of uh you know you, you start off your career you you you're a learner and then next thing you know you are the, the learned so then you're passing that on in terms of of the next i'm not even sure it's a generation per se but you know the next uh, the next piece so uh, yeah there's something there's something you know pretty remarkable about that and uh and i again encourage uh, all all nurses to to you know take part in that
1: all right well thanks so much and we'll talk again soon this is nursing we'll see you next time
0: thanks for stopping by you can find us at ahs podcast please please subscribe musical is thanks to yes nice you can find them on apple music itunes and spotify see you next time